0: I'm pretty sure I'm done with like the whole superhero genre. I was out in my yard like five minutes ago cleaning up and I picked up a grape tomato and I wanted to throw it across the yard because I didn't feel like walking to the woods. And basically, it was like, how far can I throw this? And I chucked it. I call bull crap on all these superhero books where the superheroes are over 25. I turned 29 in two days. And the crappy thing about throwing that grape tomato is, one, I didn't even make it close to the woods, which is only about 50 yards away. And two, I'm pretty sure I pulled a rib muscle. So the first time a 25-year-old superhero jumps off the building and lands on his feet, like, he's gonna be crippled for life. And then by the time he tries to do it, when he's like 28 years old, dead. Done. I'm done with the superhero genre. This podcast is over. (laughs) Welcome to Unbuckled Comics. If you're new, there's a liability form on the back table next to the size. I do apologize I did not have time to pick up everyone a ninja mask to go with their size. but, you know, just take the sign and be happy. Please don't riot. Um, if you are returning... Thank you for your continued support. I am Unbuckled Cape, your ever-humble host of this little comic podcast, and today we're going to finish up our review of Daredevil Fist Saga. Uh, part. This is the part two of it. If you have not heard part one or you haven't read part one, it will be um, who of you to go back and listen to last week's episode, Daredevil Fist Saga part one, and... Uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk about part two today. We're gonna gonna finish up this review, but before we head out on patrol, let's gather some intel. Uh, first off, I have social medias, Facebook and Instagram. Sorry, of uh, the uh, same name, Unbuckled Comics. Uh, I, I, I fumbled there because I'm holding my uh, my notes in my left hand, and turning that way actually kind of bugs my ribs. So I had to switch my notes to my other hand. It's pathetic that I tried to chuck a little grape tomato and now my ribs are bugging me. Like that, that, that cold intro story was not a lie. I, I legitimately, uh, pulled something in my ribs and I was actually going to go out and, uh, shoot some bow, get some target practice in, but I don't know if I want to try to pull my bow back now. Uh, getting old sucks. Um. Anyway, I have a a Facebook and Instagram page of the name Unbuckled Comics. Um, I I try to post about episodes coming up or episodes that are that are already out. I guess. Um, I've been doing some cover rankings for like uh, Daredevil Fist Saga. I have the single issues of that, and I rank my favorite covers. Um, also, it's just a good way to support the show. I'm um, going on there, and the more likes and clicks and comments and shares and follows I get, uh, the more the algorithm pushes me out there, and the more the algorithm pushes me out there in theory, the uh, the more people will uh, travel over to whatever listening platform they're listening to at the moment and, and get to hear this show. Um, so that's that. Next uh this is the last time you're going to be hearing my voice, uh, my Patreon list voice. That's right. I I have made the decision, uh, maybe a little impulsive because I really haven't talked about it much. But uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Patreon next month. Um, we were supposed to start it this month, in case you didn't know, and I kind of backed out. I wanted to make some adjustments. I wanted to make sure that I was ready. You know, test myself on the workload. And I think I'm comfortable at the moment. Um, I think we're ready to go. I am going to, um, you know, I'll make a social media post and a Discord post for those of you that are in the Discord. And then I'll, you know, of course, I'll announce it pretty continuously from here on out. I don't know what date I'm dropping it, but I'm probably going to do it next week. Just know I wouldn't look to sign up until October just because if you sign up at the end of September, I think Patreon still, uh, double hits you. If you sign up at the end of September, they'll charge you at the beginning of October. I I think that still happens. I know that used to be a thing. Um, but it's been so, it's, it's been like, you know, a month or so since I've actually played with anything on Patreon. So I'm gonna, I'm really gonna have to hit the grindstone and get that ironed out here, but, uh, excited for that. And Feel no obligation whatsoever. I you are still going to get most of my comic reviews, and we'll still throw. I'm gonna try to throw in like once a month something different, something special. Uh, this month it was my Wellsboro indie comic reviews. Um, I might do some like animated series reviews or something like that, um, or you know whatever I can think of. We'll we'll get some suggestions from the community, mix it up a little bit here and there. But if you want like, uh, some of my bigger stuff. We, a while ago, we did one that I really, really liked. It was, uh, what, uh, comic book character would you give a video game? And you know, what video game would that be? Like, those are going to be Patreon exclusives. Um, I have one planned out that's pretty much written. It's, uh, my top 20 movies that I must see that I want to see that are actually non-comic book related. So we're uh, somewhere down the road, we're going to break away from the comic stuff. Um, I know I'm gonna do a uh, the Batman movie review. So things like that are, are what we're looking to do for Patreon. Um, but uh, this week in the Discord, we had Cape's detectives and um, let me let me pull up here just to make sure my mind isn't playing tricks on me. So typically by this point in the week, we have a winner. Because last week we talked about Maestro and I said we were going to make it hard. Uh, This week we don't have a winner yet. Um, Today was the last day. I have one guess. That guess is wrong. I haven't actually looked at it yet. So I have finally stumped the Capes Detectives. Um, The answer was King Komodo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and... uh, I made it difficult, I, I went with, uh, it's kind of like a, a shading of his eye, but it was taken off of a, a cover, uh, a Turtles comic cover, and then I used just a regular Komodo dragon, and then kind of a sketch of him, and I made it hard, so um, I'm going to drop that tomorrow, uh, I'm recording this on Friday evening, I'm going to drop that tomorrow and let everyone know how much they failed. Finally, and then I get to pick a character next week. It's been so long since I've actually gotten to pick one. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, congratulations to Unbuckled Cape for finally stumping the detectives. <laughs> um, so, what have I been up to this last week? I think I'm going to look into starting to add a little, little musical transitions. I don't want to do the page flip every time, but maybe we'll find something. Something to transition into each segment here a little bit better. Um I was actually sick a little bit this week, so I haven't done much of anything. I started reading Darkwing Duck, and I can't remember if I even started that last week and I might have said that last week, but um I played a couple of games of Tetris 99 and I read 3 issues of Darkwing Duck. Outside of that, nothing. I've been up to nothing, just work, trying to be healthy, you know, fighting a sinus infection, things like that. Um so yeah. So, um, and then again, I, I need to find a transition to play here because we're going to go into our, um, our, uh, yeah, our game show. <laughs> oh boy. We're going to go into our game show and we're going to have, um, we're just going to call it, I think we're going to call it, I almost want to call it Tournament of Capes, but. That won't make sense for some of the stuff I have planned. So I think we'll call it Capes Tournaments, where we will have um, selected characters. A lot of them are probably going to be characters brought up through the community. I'm going to put them into a bracket, and we are going to vote on who would win in fill-in here. Um, it could be a battle. It could be a sleeping contest. Who knows? Who's smartest? Who's coolest? Um, and I'm thinking that's going to be two weeks from now cause I'll have it be Patreon exclusive. So I'll wait for the Patreons. I'll give them a week and then we'll, you know, we'll go through it that way. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. I, I think that's gonna, you know, I, I plan on doing some, some listener comments and stuff. I, uh, I think that that's going to spark some really good, um, good conversations between, between you guys and me and, uh, Fun, fun stuff coming down the road. Um, speaking of fun stuff, one of my favorite things about doing these episodes is having listener comments. But it's kind of hard to have listener comments when you forget to put out the posting, which I absolutely did this week. Um, I can't guarantee it's never going to happen again, but I actually put a reminder in my phone, a reoccurring event in my calendar, uh, to get those out on Sundays, and I'm, I'm hoping that once I start a Patreon, I'll be able to do it through the Patreon app and, and streamline it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I apologize I gave no one a chance to comment on today's episode, but hey, that's less you have to listen to me fumble over uh, reading someone else's words. So without further ado, let's talk the Daredevil Fist Saga Part 2. daredevil fist saga volume two this is a two-part story so if you haven't read part one or you didn't listen to last week's episode make sure you go back and do that now please Um, we're going to be looking at issues six through ten to finish up this fist saga or at least what's out in trade right now so alrighty, a quick recap before we get moving we had three main creators, uh, Ann Nochetti, Chip Zdarsky, Chris Gia Russo. Um, if you need more information on them, go back and listen to the last episode. Daredevil and Elektra are forming the Fist, an ancient organization to combat the Han uh, to enhance their army. They, uh, they marry and recruit some supervillains like Stiltman... Um, Daredevil is also challenged by a man named Goldman, who was a lawyer and also claims to be Daredevil's guardian angel, and he is pulling the strings that cause all kinds of tragedies that in the end make Daredevil stronger, better, faster. Um, Oh, and uh, the Hand. Well, they have a new leader and secret weapon, and he is absolutely... Ready to kick the tar out of Daredevil. I am so excited to see how this one ends. But to see how it ends, let's start with where it starts. Issue 6. We start with Dr. Sasquatch, who is talking to the uh, new supervillain recruits. Uh, The supervillain recruits are Speed Demon, Bullet, Fancy Dan, Stiltman, The Wrecker, Stegron, and Agony. Oh boy, there's a symbiote in it. You guys know how much I like my symbiotes. Um, and his uh, therapy for these super super criminals go about as well as you think. Um, after a session, Daredevil and Bullet um, have a discussion, and they, they talk about the island in general that they brought them to. Bullet sees it as just a, um, a big open prison, and Deadpool sees it more of a second home from them. Bullet doesn't get it, and he is questioning where daredevil's morals are and where his head is like he kind of just thinks that daredevil's bringing them there to be in a prison with more room and that he's using them for his own personal gain and to feel better about himself because he's the one that puts them in prison and like almost like he's guilty for it right after uh bullet leaves the room daredevil has a massive outburst of anger and it's kind of uncharacteristic for the daredevil that i know and i don't know if it's a cause of the um enhancements given to him by the fist or if this is something from devil's reign it is answered later in the book Books, issues, whichever one you decide to pick up. Uh, Electra, after they, they learn that the Hand is uh, puppeting world leaders and such, decides to go check on the president to confirm, uh, again, the claims that they are, that the Hand is controlling world leaders. And it is, um, and she is, sorry, confronted by Iron Man. Uh, but uh, not for long. As Elektra and her band of uh, select few members from the fist that she took with her proved to be quite formidable, and at the end of it, their their worst fears are are confirmed. Uh, the president was already dead and was basically just a puppet. And issue six ends with the reveal of the. The uh, the the new leader of the hand, and he's he's got his swords out, and he's in all black, and he and Akka are discussing their next play, and he is ready for action. The new leader of the hand is the Punisher, and like it's the Punisher. The Punisher is working with the hand, and they are gonna go after daredevil and the fist because he broke out killers and now he's an enabler he claims that he has let daredevil live before because he at least got scum off the street and now he broke scum out and now the punisher is coming for him Whew. issue seven daredevil takes a few members to charlotte after uh months of training uh, a few members of supervillains mixed in with some um infantry men we'll call them And the plan is to um, stop people from being evicted on falsified claims of lease violations. So there's this very wealthy man that is getting these falsified documents that people are breaking lease agreements and he's evicting them. And I'm not sure if there ever is an answer to why, but he's a bad man. Excuse me, and this is basically a test run for Daredevil and the Fist, right? So things actually go really, really well. They are going in and stopping the cops, they're, they're Daredevil calls it necessary violence. You know they're attacking the cops, but they're not running in guns blazing. They're trying to talk first, and then you know defusing the situation by beating the crap out of them. Um, And then they realize that the whole building is rigged to explode. So this guy is is so intent on getting these people out of there that he's ready to uh, blow up the building. And Daredevil is with his new enhanced senses from. The fist enhancements he can see the bombs on every floor in the building and he relays that to speed demon who runs around and diffuses the bombs quickly uh except for the one that they miss on the roof which you know it blows up and there's a kid on the roof trying to outrun the cops and he gets blown off the roof and then saved by stilt man so it um Overall, it it, it was a win for them. Yeah, there was an explosion. The cops were probably injured, and a kid flew off the roof. But uh, as a whole, the cops retreated, and then we get to see uh, Daredevil flex his lawyer muscles as a a lady lawyer comes in. I I don't know if they mention her name, but she kind of comes in and hands... The chief of police. This document stating that there is uh, going to be, you know, some court hearings based off of this, and it, it, it nothing else delays uh, the people from being evicted. So, even though he is Daredevil, he is still Matt Murdock, right? After all this, they are going back to um, their airplane, and Bullet wants to walk. He, he. Is starting to see Daredevil's side of it, but if he is not going to be in prison, he claims that he has to be with his son then because his son is the reason for everything. And you know, Daredevil's like, Hey, I get it, but you need to stay on the right path. And Bullet agrees, Daredevil gives him a communicator, and they part ways. Um, to no surprise, Bullet quickly calls in. As he is being captured, and he also claims that the Hand has kidnapped his son, and you know, and so it begins. Uh, it's it's the Hand's way of setting the bait. They they know that Daredevil and Electra can't resist trying to save a child. Um, so it's and and Elektra and Daredevil also both acknowledge that. Bullet is probably as good as dead, but the Punisher, because remember the Punisher is the leader of the hand now, so the Punisher is going to kill Bullet, but he's not going to harm an innocent child, so before he does any real damage, they they decide that they are going to have to go and try to stop the Fist well before they are prepared. Issue 8. Holy crap are we thrown into one of the most epic battles I have ever seen. It is Daredevil versus Punisher, Elektra versus Akka, uh supervillains versus a giant dragon, uh, the Hand versus the Fist. It's basically exactly the way I predicted this one to go. Akka versus Elektra daredevil versus punisher i didn't see the super super villars the super villains and the giant dragon i they don't even explain that there's just a giant dragon there and the super villains are the ones trying to take him out it is um the 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 whole issue all of issue 8 is this battle and the art style is bleak and like has a blood tone to it. The the backgrounds are all drawn in like a, a, a blood red and blood orange style and it gives a like it gives kind of like a grieving apocalyptic kind of feel to it and it works so well. It's it's wonderfully matched by the chaos in the battle with the tone by the setting around it. Uh, the fists I'm, I'm gonna kind of just breeze over it I'll, I'll let you read that issue or that section for yourself it is awesome it's it's uh the fist saga part one all that build off paid off right here and and remember this is only issue eight we got two more to go before we get to the end of this and so overall the fists lose the battle um daredevil at the very end uh is able to dispatch the dragon and elektra loses her battle with akka and she is stabbed and and pretty badly wounded after this happens they uh they execute a retreat and daredevil is able to get elektra on the plane and as they're on the plane elektra reveals that Akka was too busy stabbing her to realize that she was pickpocketed and Electra now has the talisman that is supposedly the device that they are using to puppet all of the um, world leaders and such. So um, and that's not even the end of the issue. The end of the issue, we see Iron Man, Captain America and Spidey together. They are discussing what Daredevil and Elektra did, which was, you know, break a bunch of super criminals out of prison, and they are preparing to take them down. So not only do we have an epic battle against the Hand in One issue, at some point, we're going to have conflict with the Avengers. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you remember me saying about how slow-paced the first three issues were. Well, this is uh, uh, quite the opposite. Speed Demon would have trouble keeping up here. Issue 9 starts off with Akka and the Stormwinds. Remember them. Those were the ones that were trying to strong-arm Luke Cage way back in Issue like 2 or 3. I think it was 3. It was Issue 3. Um, so they have aligned themselves with the Hand, which makes a lot of sense. And they are planning their final move. Um, they uh, decide that they are going to remove all of their puppets in favor of actual members of the hand being put in their place. So, um, issue four, Electra went to check on the President of the United States, found out that he was a puppet and actually dead, and, you know, he falls out of a window and lands on a car, and then he just kind of, like, uh, turns to ash. Uh, think of Infinity Wars, the snap, that kind of, like, when he dies, that's kind of what happened, he turned to ash. Um, so the, they are now planning on getting rid of everyone that they control. And then they will supplant living members of the hand in their place to do their, do their work. Um, as we are, are back to the Island, daredevils determination isn't allowing him to see the small victory that they had. Um, which is Electra stealing the talisman. He's only focused on the next fight and he and Electra. This is one of the few moments in this, uh, storyline so far that we actually see them interacting with each other uh on something other than uh the battles and she is you know trying to convince him that he can you know be slightly happy about this that that they had a small victory here that you know yeah maybe they lost a battle maybe frank castle is still in charge maybe akka is still walking around and there are still a bunch of puppets, but they have this talism- talisman now. They have a way to battle back. Daredevil's not seeing it. He's only concerned about going out there and taking the fight to them before the fight gets taken to him, right? Um, as he exits the, uh, the building that he's in with Electra, he sees Dr. Squatch is escorting the super criminals and he wants to take them back to new york and daredevil is questioning it and he's like well you threw them into war way before they were ever ready and now they've been you know their therapy and progress has been set back years and again this is daredevil he can hear dr Swatch's heartbeat and he presses him angrily might i add and dr squatch says that he is also quitting um because of this uh He agreed on the original idea that Daredevil had, but everything has moved way too fast, and he wants to help people not throw them into being soldiers and sending them to slaughter. So uh, the other thing that wasn't revealed in previous issues was that once the Daredevils and the Fists left the island, the island became not so secret anymore. And the storm winds are somehow sending the Avengers in. I'm not sure how that works, but they they claim that they are coming in to avenge them. So a plane flies through, and there's this gas that is dropped. And I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the name. So, like at this point, I'm like, all right, well, if gas is being dropped, maybe it's not the Avengers, right? Um. And as this gas is going through, Daredevil claims that this is the gas that was used on him that has caused him anger issues. And his fear is now that the gas has hit everyone, um, they're going to start tearing each other apart, which they do. They start, you know, the fist is battling each other from within now, while Stick and Electra are um, trying to destroy this talisman and an ancient flame and daredevil runs to foggy to try and save him and there is just chaos all over the place and shockingly uh i i was surprised with the whole punisher reveal i was even more surprised by this and don't worry i won't spoil this one but it is revealed that there are uh, some of Daredevil support members that have pretty much been in this from the beginning are actually dead. And they were puppets of the hand relaying information back to them. So they have been set up and them actually destroying the talisman was part of the plan because they are going to uh, put their own living leaders in place of the ones that have just vanished. And, this whole real realization has shaken Matthew's faith to the core. A lot of this comic, um, Matt Murdock is, if again, if you don't know much about Daredevil, he is a Catholic, right? And a lot of the internal monologue that he has throughout these comics is him battling with, you know, not necessarily his belief but whether he's doing god's work or not um he used to believe that he was doing god's work now he's not so sure and with what has just happened in this issue he has almost completely given up and then the avengers land on the island to set up the final issue which is issue 10 so, I uh, didn't talk about any of the covers, and I'm probably going to avoid that to just try and condense our episodes a little bit, but I do want to talk about... I was picking up the variant covers, and I want to talk about Issue 10's variant cover. It is probably one of my favorite comic books that I own because of it. It um, Remember, in Issue 1, I talked about how uh, Kevin Essman and Peter Lord were big Daredevil fans, and they... Um, they drew a lot of inspiration for Daredevil when they were making the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that includes their uh, the, the evil ninja group. They named them The Foot because Daredevil's evil, evil ninja group is The Hand. So uh, Kevin Essman actually drew the variant cover to this. And I love it. It is that original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. It's not black and white. But it's that kind of blocky style. It's Daredevil with a uh, ton of the hand kind of behind them. It is so, so cool. If you are a uh, Turtles fan, I would look it up. You get to see the, the OG Turtle art style slapped onto a Daredevil cover. I, I am in love with this book. Um, so anyway... The Fist is kind of ripping themselves apart at this point, and the Avengers don't really care about um, Daredevil's reasoning for what he did. They're partly listening, but they see the chaos around them, and their only concern is... Excuse me. Their only concern is getting the super criminals back into prison, and then they'll be willing to talk. But Daredevil isn't willing to let them go back to prison because... He wants to change the system drastically, and he wants to do it now. Um, so, of course, in typical Avenger fashion, they're done talking, they're ready for action, and Elektra provides a distraction while Daredevil runs to find this this uh, the Book of the Fist. While the Avengers take on Elektra, as, as well as some of the other supervillains like Stegron uh daredevil is hunting the book with spidey chasing him and as they chase each other daredevil is reflecting on spider-man being his best friend and how he believes spider-man to be the best hero out of um all of them but yet how he's naive and he doesn't see how he is just encouraging a broken system by you know sending criminals to prison Prison doesn't rehabilitate; it makes them worse. And they come back, and Spider-Man captures them and sends them back. And he actually earlier on in the issue he looks at the Avengers and and claims that they are insane because they do the same thing over and over again: catch criminal, put criminal in prison. Criminal escapes, catch criminal, put criminal in prison. And Daredevil is looking for a way to basically rehabilitate them. So um, surprisingly. Electra really does hold her own against Captain America, Iron Man, and uh, Black Panther. But, you know, three against one isn't fair. Ultimately, she fails, and she, uh, as she's being held down, she just kind of says, you know, run, pleading uh, for Daredevil to run and escape, and he kind of does. And then Spider-Man has him cornered, and daredevil kind of seems like he's going to give in and again they have a a a moment where spider-man hugs daredevil and they like they hug and daredevil again referring back to devil's reign mentions about how hard it has been for him lately but really he was just doing it to trick spider-man knowing how naive he is um he steals spider-man's web cartridge replacements and Detonates it on himself so he is stuck to a wall and he's able to incapacitate him. Um, As he continues the hunt for the book, he finds Goldman sitting on a ledge holding said book. Um, Daredevil obviously asks him if all of this was Goldman. Goldman says no because he was on the raft. He has a. Superpower uh, nullifier collar contr- uh, on him, and that this all happened on Matt's own. And again, it, it just kind of throws Matt into an absolute spiral. And Goldman is kind of like, you know, hey, remember, I'm your guardian angel. I can I can help you here. And really, with no other option, he uh, takes Goldie's power suppressor collar off and. Um, <laughs> It's kind of funny. He just picks up a small rock and throws it over the, the cliff and it creates a giant avalanche. Uh, Power's kind of like uh, Jinx or Domino really. Um, so this giant avalanche uh, forces the Avengers into kind of a retreat with all the, the prisoners and uh, other members of the Fist and including Electra who is now uh, more than likely going to jail and this giant avalanche just kind of goes over everything and we are left with seeing uh daredevil's helmet kind of sticking out of the snow and and that's it that is it for the fifth saga um so this you know in in conclusion uh this was really good as a standalone I think you would have been okay maybe. Oh no, you wouldn't have. You have to read both. If you if you if you want to read this one, you have to go back and read the other one. And I did um I I left one thing up. I did kind of go through and spoil everything. I guess I need to make a mental note or a note, note that I need to put a spoiler warning on this when I do my intro. Um so anyway, uh where was I? this is a very good and entertaining comic right and i'm i'm ready for more because there's more coming i actually have uh the next couple of issues on my shelf uh we will take a look at them at a later date there's a lot more to get to um outside of this um my final thoughts is that daredevil is kind of angling more towards an anti-hero arc um but I, I think it'll reverse and he'll go back to being just a daredevil that we know. I hope so. I, I hope that this whole thing ends with him and Elektra being daredevils together in Hell's Kitchen. Um, but I I like I just really don't want to see him driven towards the anti-hero side. I, I, I think too many times nowadays we get these hero arcs where they're driven to be much more grittier and edgy or if they are true villains, we get, um, redemptive stories. And I, I just, I I don't want it. If they're a villain, let's have them be a villain. The only time I really feel that that works is, um, with Venom and Venom being an antihero is questionable depending on who the symbiote is on and if Spider-Man is around or not. Um, but, so I I love the, um, the side cast and seeing Elektra as Daredevil. Um, I don't really know who Stagron is, but he's awesome. Uh, we get to see the Avengers. There's Stick. There's Foggy. Um, again, it was off of the Devil's Reign, but there was also Wilson Fisk's son in it. So a lot of good cast members. Stiltman. I love Stiltman. What a, what a silly little... Uh, character that marvel just throws around and uses them wherever they see fit and typically when he pops up it's a joy Um, so the cast is great the the pacing of these last five issues and the balance of dialogue tension and action um was great and they didn't use any major mysteries along with it you know a lot of times with these story arcs they have to leave something hidden for you to, like, want to come back to know what's going to happen. There was really no major, like, who's behind the hand. They they tell you relatively early on. Um, you knew that the storm winds were bad. That wasn't a surprise. Like I said, the, the really only surprise was about the um, two... Um, Traitor's the only thing coming to my mind, but that's not the right word. There there was uh, two two members of the Fist that were actually dead and being puppets for the hand. Um, that was the only thing that shocked me. So I was fully entertained without any mystery in this book, and I think a lot of times mystery aspects are, are used a little bit too much, and I really commend this, this book for being able to... Um, for being able to to keep me entertained it's a good story and doing it without having to um basically bait me the entire way right i mean i guess i kind of bait you but w- bait me with hey look what we're going to do next not like "Ooh, what's gonna happen next you, you get what i'm saying um so as a standalone i would call this a uh it, it would be a pick it up right but now that we finished the Fist Saga Part 2, we have Part 1 and Part 2, I'm going to give you an official rating of them together, and my rating of them together is Get On It. This this was fantastic. Uh, the action in Part 2 is what it should be, and I am super excited to get the rest of this run in my hand so I can read them. So, um, hey, you know what? I'm Unbuckled Cape saying get on it. Until next week, guys, get out there and save the world, you bunch of heroes.